Hello and welcome to the HemeScope podcast from and Lowell. Uh, for those of you who don't know us, HemeScope is a recruitment training business um, co-founded by myself, Ed Khan, and Laura Hopes. And each week we're going to be giving you 10-minute snippets into our world of recruitment, tips and tricks to help you on your journey as an agency recruiter, and hopefully some laughs along the way too. Hope you guys enjoy. We're live. Well, not live. Live from our living rooms. Yes, as, as like setting the scene, like making it all look great is me. in like my pyjamas. Oh, hello. hello. Oh, hi, Gengi. You're getting so big. What are we going through this week? This week we are going to talk about coaching because I think um, we did an episode recently on Uh, performance management and I think we were talking about obviously performance management being a positive experience but it still has a process you know and the purpose of coaching from a leadership perspective and also I guess you could you know if you're a recruitment consultant you could take this as like coaching your candidates or coaching your clients like the purpose of coaching is to lead someone to their own outcome right so whilst performance management has to have its a process to it and it has to be formalized to an extent the purpose of informal coaching is to really help someone assist someone in coming up with their own outcomes yeah. I feel like a quote comes to mind every time someone talks about coaching for me and it is give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day teach a man has fish and he'll eat for a lifetime yes. and I think it's because it's so easy and I certainly did this when leading teams is so easy as a leader to go, I know the answer, I'll just give it to someone. And the minute you give someone the answer, if they don't put two and two together and you've just got the answer, it won't sink in as well as it would if you continuously press, continuously ask questions, get them to the answer, that will sink in. Because if someone works it out for themselves, that's what sinks in. It's not you just giving them the answer. Yeah. And it's... Oh, sorry, I was going to say it's short-term gain, isn't it? Because I think when the leader goes, oh, I'll just give them the answer, it's a quick short-term gain of I don't have to spend time with this person, leading them to the answer. But long-term, when you're thinking about a year of questions, mm-hmm. and if you're getting the same questions from your team, I wouldn't be thinking about it as, oh, I'll just give them the answer, it will save me 10 minutes. You need to be thinking long-term about how long will this how much time will this save me in a year, in five years, if people stop ask, asking me this question because they now know the answer? Totally. And we're so time poor. So it's so easy just to go to someone, okay, I would do this, 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 and this. And then it's fixed. Like you said, it's band-aided. But what we're not doing is giving people the capacity to, like, I hate using this term, but, like, it makes sense to self-soothe. It's mm. like actually providing people with the opportunity to come up with their own ideas to problem solve and to feel safe to do that and the more that we just give people answers straight away we're also removing their autonomy Mm. because what we're reinforcing is that they then need to come to us with everything and I think for me that coaching piece it's like a skills gap can be fixed by training right it's like you can't do this currently I can train you to do it and it's done but like a motivation gap like for whatever reason if someone's got all the skills they know how to do something but they're not doing it and they think a classic case 
to provide an example in business development is and in recruitment is business development right you might have all the skills to do it but there might be a motivation gap there that's stopping someone you can't fix that by telling them what to do you can say do more calls pick up the phone to this client but if someone's like really battling with maybe their confidence or the fear of rejection or something like that like that's a coaching opportunity Mm. and if you're just trying to kind of keep fixing the perceived skills gap well actually what you need to be doing is delving deeper in understanding where's the motivational issue or challenge for that person to get from where they are now to where they need Mm. to be and I think that's where coaching comes in for me it's like you've got all the skills to do it but there's just something not clicking and our job when we coach is then to lead people to that light bulb moment of like ah okay that's what the issue is okay I now can problem solve how to work through that yeah that's so true it is the difference isn't it it's one first of all assessing which one it is skills or motivational because how you then handle that is different what would you say love if someone if it is a motivational thing what are some of the things or how would you structure that conversation from a coaching perspective so someone's asked you something you've assessed and you've gone this is definitely not a skills gap it's a motivational gap is there a process that you take personally to then sort of coach someone? Mm, so what I I think something I've always tried to or I always try to do in the coaching sessions that I have, like the individual coaching sessions I have with mm. people, is like operating on an 80-20 rule. And 80% of the time they should be talking mm. and 20% of the time I should. And my job purely is to ask questions and probe that person to then uncover what it is that they need to uncover Mm. the light bulb moment like the realization of like okay cool this is what the issue is and I think when you're in a coaching conversation it's not about telling it's just about exploring and your job in that is just to ask questions Mm. and there's something that we we talk in our leadership course about um is the ADCA model of change and I won't go through it now but if you're interested to look at it it's uh, a a model that you can use to implement any change and I think that's essentially what a coaching conversation is so something we talk with our leaders about is using the ADKAR model and that's A-D-K-A-R and it's a really useful tool Mm. to kind of structure how people move through change and to use then that as a I guess it's a structure almost for your coaching conversations, but it's so easy. Even when you're coaching someone like you don't, that, you know, it doesn't work for you. It's so easy to want to tell them like, this is how I fixed it. But like, it's so different for everyone else. It's so subjective. And so I think just operating on that 80, 20 rule, like your job is to question, to probe for 20% mm-hmm. of the time, but that person has to come to the realization and the action plan themselves And it's simple questions like, okay, great. Now you've realized, you know, this is what the the sticking point is. What do you think you can do about that? What Mm. is a step that you could put in tomorrow? What is a goal that you could have for three months time? How do you think you're going to work with this going forward? like your job is just to be there, to be a soundboard, really. Yeah, 100%. One of the challenges that you think might arise from this, there's so many questions that you can just literally question someone. And I think one of the struggles for most leaders that I've seen is they believe they need to have all the answers. And I'm like, that's not your job to have all the answers. Your job is to get someone to where they need to get to. And it's not by you telling them. 
Yeah. And I think it's, we just do that so quickly in recruitment. Do more BD. Oh, this person's struggling with BD. Tell them they need to do more calls. And well, of course, that's not going to work. Mm. From a motivational perspective, that's not going to motivate someone to do it. Mm-hmm. So doing that coaching style is so critical to actually get someone to where they want to get to. Yeah, and I think within that, we have to just remove all our own emotion because mm. like what has worked for you as well like might not necessarily work for me or like and it, it's you know we can still put in suggestions of like have you thought about trying this with something like this how does that sit with you but it can't be like okay when I felt like that this is what I did because mm. we're all so different and I think we get excited and it's like want to help and want to fix and I think that's our role as recruiters but I think there's so much more weight to actually letting people come to decisions themselves Mm. and actually letting someone have that ownership over okay this is what I'm going to go and and it might even just be Mm. to go and explore it but I think putting our own emotions and our own feelings on it especially if you're having to have like a constructive coaching conversation it's like Mm. anytime you come into that being like I feel I think like it's so subjective to your Mm. opinion and I think coming into those kind of conversations with facts, yes, yeah. amazing, and examples so that there's something tangible for people to hold on to. But the purpose of coaching is not telling off. Yeah. Like, I have seen this happen. Like, can you talk me through that? Mm. How can we go about, you know, supporting you with yeah. that? Do you, where do you think that comes from? And I think the use of open questions, the use yeah. of probing questions, and the removal of I think I feel you should. Yeah. Like you might walk away from like an hour with someone and not feel like a huge amount has been achieved, mm. but you didn't fix the problem. But you know, giving someone enough food for thought to go away with yeah. for an initial conversation is gold for them because it's yeah. the beginning of them figuring it out for themselves. 100%. That's, a, that's all I was going to add is don't expect them always to get to the answer that you need to get them to in that first initial conversation. And it can be hard because, as you said, you want to fix things and it's like, okay, I need to fix this problem. But a good coaching conversation can end with, actually, why don't you go away and think on it more and we'll circle back in a day. Like, it doesn't need to be fixed right then and there. Mm. And sort of if you're moving from more of a directive leadership style, which is your people come to you for quick question and you give them the answer, if that's typically what you've been operating on, this won't change overnight because your people will be expecting a quick answer from you if that's what they've always had. So like with any bit of change, this is going to take time. It's going to be a bit of a change up for your team and what their expectations are of you. So it kind of just needs to be done over a period of time and don't expect it to change overnight because if that's what your people are used to right now, that's what they'll be expecting. Totally. Fix it for me. Mm. What we want, right? Like. Yeah. Doing all the personal work for yourself is so boring. You want someone else to give you the answers, but like those don't stick. It also, just doesn't, doesn't stick. every single leader in recruitment that I've ever met that's looking for a new team member, one of the things that they always are looking for is someone who can self-manage. And like this is where the self-management starts. It's by mm. you asking the questions and not giving them the answer because if you want them to self-manage which is what we all want we want a team of 10 recruiters all self-managing and questioning what they're doing and how they can fix it and actually only really coming to you when they've had that exploration and then it's a conversation where they're sort of 
bouncing ideas off of you, telling you what they've done, telling you what has worked, and then your 20% then is really, really worthwhile because they've done the groundwork already, yeah. and that's ideally what we're wanting to get to. Love it. That's a good point. Coach, to coach, coach. You know what you should do one of these potty apps is um, you should finish the session with playing your guitar. Like real Ricky Gervais style. Recruitment is great. Recruitment is great. Okay, now, do you even know how to play that? No, it was a gish. I did a few lessons and didn't do very well and That's got frustrated. ADHD thing ever. I'm going to have a new hobby. I'm going to learn the guitar. Picked it up once. <laughs> literally tried it twice and I'm like this is frustrating I can't play this why do I not already know how to play this in two um, sessions <laughs> I, did this, I did the same when I was like 20 living in London living in Camden like really thought I was like a like a real indie girl but I was going to learn to play the guitar as if as if oh my god little Laura in Camden with a guitar thank you <laughs> Bloody ain't house wannabe. Right. That's it. All right, guys. We will see you hopefully next week on our live party episode. A full hour of this. I will be playing the guitar throughout. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't wait to bring the countdown tune back. Oh, my God. Yes, it will be live together. Everyone, there's a link in the bio to sign up for the live party episode. So please, please join us and we will see you next week. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Hello, it's us again. You thought the podcast episode was over, but it's actually not. Just <laughs> um, quick one, we are actually going live. We're doing our first ever podcast live episode where we are going to go through 10 different subjects and our top tips on each of them. Things that are super relevant for recruiters in real time, things that we've seen in the market over the last year and what we are likely going to see as recruiters in the next year and our top tips on that. It's gonna be super engaging, very quick fire. It's not gonna be boring. You'll get a lot of lols. So stay tuned. You will hear heaps about it on our socials and emails, but we are really looking forward to it. Yeah, we cannot wait. Our top tips for 2024 coming at you live. You'll experience all the bloopers. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to basically having you in our living room for our potty app. Yay! You'll see a link to sign up in the comments section of the podcast. But if you don't, please reach out to us through any channel. See you guys soon. Bye.